We welcome you to the Atlanta Falcons postgame presented by AT&T. And great to be with DJ Shockley here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, West Durham. And it's a tough afternoon for the Falcons as Detroit wins on the final play of the game and then the extra point. 23-22 is the final. And DJ, we got several items here to hit, but uh, I guess the first one is the one that occurs with just over a minute to go. Atlanta basically has conceded the touchdown by Detroit. Ty Gurley almost stops <laughs> before he enters the end zone. You know what, was? I think he wanted to go down. And you see the first guy that comes up to tackle him right. lets him go by. The second guy is the guy that comes and he's ripping at the football. So I think Gurley's fighting, trying to make sure he holds on to the football. And then before he knows it, the goal line is upon him. And he tries to go down. And unfortunately, he scores a touchdown. I mean, I don't I don't know how many times you can say, unfortunately, you score a touchdown, but it happens, and you leave time on the clock for Detroit. It's a 10-yard run for Gurley, and it caps a nine-play drive. Let's let's see the play, and this is early in the ball game. This is uh, the fourth quarter play. There it is right there. You see Todd try to slip right down. About a minute, four to go, and he almost is able to hold many, off. How here. many times did you see defensive guys egging on the referees to call it a touchdown? I mean, right. that doesn't happen too often, and – Gurley tried. I think everybody on the, the Falcon team knew exactly what that point was, and you, you can see the disgust on his face there. So Gurley gets the touchdown. It's his second rushing score of the day. And you see Atlanta's going to take the lead here, but, oh, yeah. there's the ball cracking yeah. the stripe. And when yeah. that happens, and then this is the last play of the game after a catch where you thought Galladay might not have actually controlled the ball. Yeah. Stafford gets one shot at it and throws to T.J. Hawkinson for the score. And the guy who came in leading Detroit in catches gets the touchdown. And then Prater's point after, by the way, gives Detroit the win here, 23-22. to 22. How interesting is that Hawkinson is the guy who ends up with the touchdown. And you think in that drive where they throw it to him on the sideline and A.J. Terrell does a great job of keeping him inbounds. Right. More time runs off the clock. You can see they're trying to hurry up. But in that situation when you rush four and Stafford gets by the initial wave of guys, now he has time to survey the small field. And it's hard to, as a defensive guy, to stay plastered to those guys as he starts to climb in the pocket. And he ultimately finds Hawkinson there for the game-winning touchdown. Well, in, in just the span of a week now, Atlanta's gone from the emotion of getting the first win right. to taking another gut punch in this 2020 campaign, DJ. I mean, I, I'm gut punched. I mean, you, we were talking about it before we come on. You asked me why I was all right. I was like, man, that was a tough one to swallow. But – I think the good thing is, if there is a positive thing is, you get this taste out of your mouth quickly. Because yeah. you got Carolina on Thursday. Right. That's going to be, I think, one of those interesting games. It's in division, of course. But the fact that you get to go out right away, you don't have to lull over for a whole week and watch the film. You get a chance to dive right in tomorrow and start getting ready for Carolina. Well, there are some positives to take away for Raheem Morris and this Falcon team headed to Charlotte for the Thursday night game. And one of them is – the fact that Atlanta, again this week, got another goal line stand. Oh, how about that stop? That was a, a really, really big stop because it led to the big drive that you go down and you score on. So, uh, you think about Dante Fowler coming off the edge, right. knifing through it. I thought the defense did a really good job throughout the game of those sudden change moments when Detroit tried to go fast. Right. They end up getting some stops. And uh, nice job by them getting those stops, especially late in the ball game. Well, let's start looking at, at, at kind of the way the possession unfolded. And you see that. Uh, when Atlanta had an opportunity back in the first half. And it was one of those things where Keanu Neal, by the way, oh, was man. sensational today. He looked like the Keanu Neal that they drafted a few years back. I think 
He's starting to get his legs on him. He's starting to feel like the Keanu that we know flying around, uh, being really physical. We see him in the high hole. We see him at the line of scrimmage. He knifed a couple guys a couple times. Keanu, I think, is back and feeling like himself after the past couple years of some gruesome injuries. And then a sack of Matthew Stafford. Uh, it seemed like that uh, Jeff Ulbrich and Raheem Morris found yeah. a crack in the wall a little bit well, today. Well, I, I thought in the second half they completely changed the game plan. You talk about going in at halftime and making adjustments. They came out the second half and decided to blitz Matthew Stafford and not allow him to come after him. Dion had a nice sack uh, in that second half as we're watching now, but there were a couple guys where you got pressure on the quarterback and he had to throw that football away or even just eat it. So I love the game plan of coming after him uh, in that second half. And then that cost some Aaron throws as well, the pressure that Atlanta got around the former Georgia Bulldog, which, by the way, was making his first professional appearance uh, here in Atlanta, been his first appearance in Atlanta in a football uniform in, uh, in 13 years. Uh, but nonetheless, Stafford finds a way to get uh, to get the drive engineered, and then uh, you see the field goal. And this looked like this was going to give him the lead, and it got pushed off to the right by Matt Prater. Uh, Atlanta did a good job of keeping Detroit out of the end zone uh, for most of the day here. Yeah, they did. They did a good job of when they got well, – they moved the football pretty well at times, but we talked about it from 20 to 20. You can move the football all you want, but once they got closer to the red zone, yeah. you saw the defense stifling a little bit, forcing uh, a bunch of field goals today. They were three or four in field goals, so – I thought they did a good job of turning some negative plays uh, for them into uh, positive for the Falcons. And then Stafford starts the scramble a little bit, and this is the part of the drive where with under four minutes to go, this is where Prater ends up kicking the 49-yard field goal to give them the lead. Then it looks like, uh, you know, the way it, the ball game's going to shape up, Matt Ryan drives down the field, Gurley scores on the 10-yard run, uh, and the Falcons then see uh, the Lions come back and answer uh, on the final series of yeah. the game. It, it, you start looking at these numbers, DJ, and here's the thing. Atlanta's going to come away from today. How about this? 388 total offense for the Falcons, 386 for the Lions. Yeah. Falcons were 50% on third down today, 7 of 14. Ryan throws for 338. Stafford throws for 340. Yeah. Oh, they're good friends. They almost <laughs> put up the same numbers today. No. Uh, we mentioned Keon O'Neal. 11 tackles led Atlanta. Julio Jones, nowhere near 100%. Eight catches, 97 yards. Um I thought Kenny Galladay in the second half was a difference maker for him. Second straight 100-yard game, by the way, for uh, him today. Unbelievable catches he had in this ballgame. Yeah. It was a big third-down catch he had on his left sideline. He goes up to get it. We saw it in the highlights, and Keanu comes over and, you know, kind of uh, uh, lays him out a little bit, but he catches that. I mean, he played outstanding. On the other side, I thought Russell Gage did a good job as well, too. Russell Gage, who we thought had a, a yeah. really bad injury, comes back in and, uh, I thought was really critical on that last drive trying to get the Falcons down the field. Early in the ball game, though, there was a guy who was a steadying force to Atlanta in the pass game because the run game was a little balky, Yo, right? Oh, a little. <laughs> and, and the steadying force in the pass game ended up being Hayden Hurst. Oh, Hayden Hurst was big. And when you talk about guys being a safety valve, a tight end who Hayden Hurst, and we, we heard Julio talk about it this week. Right. We have to get Hayden Hurst involved in his offense even more. And when he controls that middle, uh, he does such a good job of catching the football, but also getting upfield. He has done a tremendous job of running after the catch. You see the jump over the defender there to get a, a extra first down there. Hayden Hurst is, is starting to come into his own, I believe, on this offense. And the more they feature him, the more this offense will be even more dangerous. Six catches, 68 yards today for Hurst. But I thought he was the guy in the first half. When Atlanta was kind of – Finding, having a hard time finding some rhythm offensively. Ridley to yeah. uh, Akuda <laughs> to Hurst. Yeah. Ryan to Ridley to Akuda to Hurst. Six four three right there. All no, day no, long. no. This is like six five three two. 
it's it's just a credit to you talking about always following the ball, giving extra effort, and you never know when you can be in the right spot at the right time. And Hayden Hurst does an outstanding job of keeping his head on a swivel for one, but also being alert and coming down with that catch, which ultimately was a big one too, got him a first down. Yeah, no, so Hurst ends up, uh, he has a nice day with six catches. Gage, who you mentioned, six catches. Ridley, five for 69. Jones, eight for 97 uh, in, in the ball game for Atlanta. It's, it, it's one of those days, though, where the sour way it ended is going to impact. But, DJ, I'll go back to what you just said. I, I think the fact they're playing again so quickly. Yeah. On Thursday night against a division opponent, by the way, in the Carolina Panthers, that took a loss today in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, that's going to impact this week. It and is. it's a quick week. It is, and it gives you a chance to kind of flush this pretty quickly. Yep. Usually you have a couple days to go back and watch the film and say, here are the things we did wrong. Here's the things that we can work on. Here's the things we did right. But now you jump right into a division opponent like you mentioned where you say, hey, we know this team. We've already played them. Right. They're in division. So that gives you a little comfort. And, hey, you know, you're traveling on Wednesday, so you got a couple days to really flush this quickly and get out and get going. Yeah, it'll, it'll be very fast. By the way, prompt coverage coming up to Thursday night's kick at AtlantaFalcons.com. Of course, it's part of the Thursday night NFL package you'll see on Fox and Amazon Prime. We'll have the virtual radio call for you <laughs> here from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You guys doing an awesome job with that too, by the way, man. Appreciate all the support we get. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that very much. Yeah. Uh, we will uh, see you Thursday night after the ball game right here again for the uh, – Atlanta Falcons postgame breakdown presented by AT&T. Great to be with DJ Shockley it's at Mercedes-Benz. Absolutely. Tough day. 23-22. Detroit wins here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Thanks for watching. Stay safe, everyone.